Welcome to the Humanity Leadership Podcast. My name is David Wheatley. We're here to talk leadership in small, bite-sized and practical chunks. Enjoy. So this episode is another of our First Friday sessions. And if you've not come across the First Friday sessions yet, you can find out more information at humanity.com. The first Friday of every month at noon Eastern time, we put on a one hour, no more than one hour workshop on a leadership topic. You can find those topics, the forthcoming topics at humanity.com for the first Friday sessions again, where you can sign up. This month, we're talking about the need for uh, coaching to be more feed and less sandwich. And uh, you may have come across this, this idea of feed, need, seed, weed, if you've been working with humanity for a while. And I just explain a little bit more detail about what it looks like and how to make sure that you're pulling the best out of your people. Here you go. Our session today is on feedback, the idea that it should be less sandwich and more feed. And we'll get into that as I go. But I think a leader should be giving feedback on a regular basis. And we're going to look at the what, the when, and the how of constructive feedback. And it should be driven by your need to develop your people and make sure you're bringing out the best. And I find that a lot of our work is around leaders who can tend to avoid particularly the difficult feedback, but they don't get into that pattern of giving feedback for growth. So then if I look at the what, the what of feedback, uh, we give feedback when we want to identify great performance, when we want to correct issues, when we want to ensure that the best version of people is moving forward and not for, not forward too far. And as leaders, it's part of our job to make sure that we do this in a uh, caring, honest, and direct way. And if anybody here has read our book, What Great Teams Do Great, then you'll know those terms because caring, honest, and direct is what we call green path choices. Mm-hmm. And feedback is critical to our development, but not always easy. And this idea of being caring, honest, and direct helps drive us into the right feedback. It should also be a conversation and an interaction that drives to mutual understanding. And again, many of you have probably heard our terms there with mutual understanding, but that's what we're aiming for in communication is to achieve mutual understanding. And the best feedback is driven by a clear picture of what success looks like in terms of the results and the behavior, which means that as leaders, we have to have that clear picture before we can start giving appropriate feedback to the people who work with us. So the when side of things, the first thing is it should be timely and timely is built into caring, honest and direct sooner rather than later, because the sooner we give it, the easier people can actually address and use that feedback for their own benefit. And if it's critical, we would recommend that it's within 24 hours. But sometimes it makes sense to wait 24 hours to ensure that you're clear about what it is you want to say. We call this our 24-hour rule, which means that we should give the feedback within 24 hours. And sometimes we wait for 24 hours just to make sure that we're not emotional and we've got some rational sense as to what that feedback is going to be. It should also be part of a coaching engagement, establish cadence of one-on-ones. And I've had a couple of conversations recently with coaching clients about this idea of if you don't have an established cadence of one-on-ones, then it becomes awkward when you do want to give feedback. We establish this to reduce the awkwardness and the surprise 
to ensure that we're on a constant path of development and growth. And it's easy when we have that cadence. I, I quite often use this with nonprofit boards that they should build in a cadence of having executive session in every board meeting that they have. Because if they wait until they need it, it becomes really uncomfortable and everybody wonders what's going on. Whereas if you build it into your normal meeting structure, then you're used to the fact that you go into executive session. And it's the same with our one-on-one -on -one coaching. If we build in the, the cadence of one-on-one -on -one interactions with our direct reports, then there's no surprise. There's no awkwardness when I'm trying to get on the calendar to say, hey, I've got some feedback. And if there's not much to say, then as we learn in a minute, there's probably some good things going on that are worthy of giving the feedback to. So then that gets us to the how and where I want to spend the chunk of our time together today. Because the tradition is the feedback sandwich. And we all heard that somewhere, that we give a positive and then a negative, and then we give another positive. And uh, I don't know when the last time you remembered the bread in your sandwich was. It was probably at Zingerman's. That's about the only place that I ever remember the bread in my sandwich. The rest of the time, you have a sandwich for what's in the middle. And that's the problem with the feedback sandwich is that nobody really pays attention to the positives. And it actually, the sandwich idea is really there to make us feel better about slipping in challenging feedback. Yet most of us want feedback to be uh, in a caring, honest, and direct way. Don't mess around. Give it to me straight. Make it specific and useful, usable. We want it to be helpful and something we can do something about. And if it's wrapped in this bread of positivity that doesn't feel sincere, then we dismiss most of it because it's not useful and it feels like we're being fed something rather than it's genuinely about us and what we're trying to achieve. So there's two kinds of feedback, and I call them developmental and evaluative the evaluative tends to look backwards at how you did against the expectations of performance. The developmental looks forward about what we can do better in the future. And I want to focus our time here on the developmental feedback, as I'm a big fan of looking forwards at a time today and tomorrow when we can do something different and dwelling too much on what happened yesterday, unless we're using it to inform that future is not, not much of use. So the tool we use rather than the feedback sandwich is something we call feed, need, seed, weed. So don't get hooked up on that at the moment. I've shared that with lots of people and they repeat it back to me in multiple variations. But uh, we have a specific uh, order that they come in that's feed, need, seed and weed. And it doesn't come from our passion for gardening. It simply comes from our understanding of how to help people grow and what really helps people grow well. So the simple version of feed, need, seed, weed is four, I'd say four and a half questions. I'll slip in the half one in a, in a short while. And if I go to this picture, it's just we are looking to get somewhere. We're looking to get to a place of high performance with people. And so the first question that I always encourage coaches, leaders to, to ask and to present and provide is the feed question. What's currently working and why? And that why is my half question. And this is the biggest question, as there will be things that are working. And we want to see the progress that has been made. Even in the toughest situation, there are some things that are working. It drives us to consider what's going well and what the reasons are for this. And it forces us to move away from the emotion of reaction and look at the overall performance and the activity that drives progress. And so if I put that in, feed probably takes us to a place of about 70%, at least. 
even in some of the most challenging situations, there's some stuff that's working and we understand the mechanics of why that's working. The reason I put this in first is because it's so unusual for us to go there. And yet this is the thing that is driving performance. 70% of what we're doing is heading in the right direction more often than not. Now, the natural thing is people say, well, the next question is what's not working. And I'm not going to go there. I'm going to avoid that completely because I don't find that a helpful way. It's, it's drifting into the sandwich. The second question is, where do we need to be as we move forward? So it's identifying the gap between the feed, what's currently working and why, and a future picture of success. We can't do anything about yesterday. What we can look at is today and tomorrow and paint a picture of that future and this allows us to address things that didn't go well, but in a constructive, forward-focused way. And I'll give you a little bit of an example of that shortly. So once we've identified the feed, what's working and why, and the need where we need to be to be successful in the future, then the obvious next step is, what do we need to plant in that gap between the two? And this is where I add the seed. What support, resources, tools do you require to achieve that success? What do we need to plant to help you? What do we need to do differently? What does our future behavior look like to ensure this picture of success, to get us to where we need to be? And then there is a fourth question, but I've found that the more I use this, the less I need the fourth question. The fourth question is simply, is there anything we need to stop doing to ensure our success? And it's often unnecessary because we've addressed it in the previous three questions, but the way we've been forced to address it by those questions is in a constructive, positive, and forward-focused way. So we're actually giving people feedback that's useful. We're telling them what's working. We're telling them what we need from the future. We're looking at how we can plant that. And we're also looking at potentially any obstacles that can be moved out the way. Now, I will say this can be given as a one-way, but if I'm driving for mutual understanding, this is quite often a great conversation. And it's a conversation that you as the leader can ask the questions first. What do they see that's working and why? And then you can build on that with your feedback. Where do they see the need to be in the future? And then you can, again, build on that. What do they see as being necessary, their support and resources that they need to seed in that gap? And once again, you can build on it. But that way of asking the questions brings them along to that future focus, and then they own it more significantly than if you were just telling them everything that you see, uh, rather than them being engaged in it. So for example, if I were to give myself feedback on my first Friday session today, then I might say, you know, I like how you do the chat box questions and the breakout rooms to get people into the session. The topics seem relevant and appropriate, and all of this drives as much engagement as uh, I really like that engagement. Next time, April, it's important that we build on this, potentially with more supporting graphics and examples to help people fully understand the concepts, link them to where they can find out more about it. And what this requires is more time invested in preparation and a fuller slide deck, as well as pointing people potentially to the YouTube recording because we record this section and you can go back and review it as many times as you like. So that's an example of just feed, need, and seed as regards this presentation. So we try to make it as specific as possible, make it firsthand, and verify your understanding along the way. So just to restate those questions, what worked and why? 
Where do we need to be moving forward? What support resources, tools, et cetera, are required to achieve success? And is there anything we need to stop to ensure success? So that was more feed, less sandwich, and uh, our first Friday session. I look forward to catching up with you in person at one of these first Fridays. They're all on Zoom, so anywhere in the world can sign up and join us. I encourage you to do that. Uh, if you uh, want to see the graphic that I was sharing during the, this session, then we put the podcast on YouTube. So you go to Humanity's YouTube site, you will find this episode there and you'll be able to see the graphic as well as for those that are just listening to it. If you just watch this on YouTube, then you'll know exactly what I'm talking about. But thanks for joining us. That was the Humanity Leadership Podcast. My name's David Wheatley. For further information about Humanity, go to humanity.com or check out our latest book, What Great Teams Do Great, from all good bookstores. Have a good one. Stay healthy. Mm-hmm.